If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Nicole Murphy, we'll talk about MagnaPlan in a minute. It's a simple idea that you've come up with and... It's it, it's so simple, people are going to go, why did no one ever think of that before? We'll talk about it in a minute, Nicole. Nicole, you're a single mom of twins, and you decided when you were 39, on your birthday actually, that you were going to go ahead and have children as a single mom. It's a big decision. It must have been a kind of a scary one too. Good morning to you. Good morning and thank you very much for having me on. Yes, it was the most difficult decision I ever made in my life on on my 39th birthday, but I had allocated that night to make that decision because I had been dating for 20 years at that stage. I had been in long-term, medium-term relationships. I was getting serious. Uh, After 35, I was getting very serious about wanting to start a family. Mm. Um, I didn't want to waste any time. And um, I knew at 39, I really needed to make a decision. I had finished a a relationship and then I was back in the dating um, game again. And I was uh, due to go on a third date with this guy, but there had been a few red flags. And I said, no, I'm going to stay home, cancel the date, stay home and uh, make my decision about whether I'm going to continue on the road of dating or else cut loose and go for it on my own and start my own family. So you wanted to have children, you wanted to be a mom, yes, but you weren't just definitely. going to settle down with any old dad and, and they, there, was, yes. there was no prospective dad turning up that suited your standard, as it were. Yes, I could have settled, you know, and it would have been fine for me, but there would have been issues there that I didn't want to inflict on my children, that I'd actually be better off on my own. Taking it on on your own is a big commitment, Nicole. Yes. The whole journey, fertility treatment, it was three and a half years from start to finish. Mm. But even when I made that first phone call, you know, it was with a lot of trepidation to the fertility clinic. I still wasn't completely 100% ready. I was pushing myself, you know, because I said, okay, time is of the essence. My biological clock is ticking. This is the right thing to do. I had looked into adoption as a single person, but it would have taken a five-year duration. And if I had met somebody in the meantime, I'd be put back at square one again. That's right. So it was too much of a gamble. And I said, even though I didn't feel a biological need to have my own children, I said, from a practical point of view, this is the way to do it. I didn't even know that as a single woman you could do this, but it's only in the last 10 years it's really become popular now in Ireland. found out more about it and got onto the clinic and then found out what are my next steps. It was difficult for you initially because you had some fertility issues. Yes, that's right. And I didn't know I had fertility issues. I didn't drink, not much. I was pretty healthy. I was into hill walking. I didn't smoke. 
you know, so I was very healthy. I didn't think I had any issues. I had never tried to get pregnant before. I had spent the previous couple of decades trying not to get pregnant. So I didn't know when I actually went to the clinic. First of all, they do a test. So they check what your ovarian egg reserve is. They check your blood levels, your hormones, everything. And it came up that I had issues that I didn't know about, like mild polycystic ovaries, endometriosis that came up later on, a toroid issue. So basically, you know, if I had been trying to get pregnant anyway, I would have had issues. I would have had miscarriages. So what the clinic were able to do were they could put me on medication. I had an operation to sort out the endometriosis. And they were able to regulate me to put me in the right position to uh, get pregnant. So I threw everything at it and the kitchen sink. And um, when the doctor came and sat by the bedside and said, you know, do you want us to implant one or two? I said two because I'm running out of time. I had always felt in my gut I was going to have twins. Mm -hmm. You know, there are eight um, now. We'll talk about them in a minute. But there was a miscarriage along the way that might have put some people off. Well, it was heartbreaking when it happened, and I still remember the heartbreak. But at the time, in the hospital, I was in Hollis Street. I had to go in. Uh, I didn't realize that I would actually be going through labor. And the one person that was down as my labor partner happened to be sick on the day, so I said, don't worry about it. You stay away. I can do this myself. But I didn't actually know that they were going to induce me to go into labor, and I'd be on my own in a room. going in labor and I was walking up and down the room googling the different stages of labor because nobody explained it to me and I wasn't ready so it was an awful shock when it did happen it was 13 weeks and it was the lowest moment of my life the worst moment of my life but in that moment I said if I can do this for my child I can do anything you know Mm -hmm. and it, it galvanized me it made me stronger it just physically just galvanized me and I said, I will do whatever it takes for my children. Because my time was running out, I had to get back onto the clinic in between the tiers and organize more treatment, you know. Just had to keep plowing ahead until we got there. Do you have a a sense of determination in you all throughout this? Twins are eight now. How are they? They're absolutely fantastic. I have a boy and a girl, Will and Maya. I called uh, Will after my granddad, William, uh, he was my godfather. He was always in our lives, lived across the road. Maya then is called after Maya Angelou, the writer and oh, civil yeah. rights activist in America. I'm a feminist and uh, I believe in equality and I'm bringing up my children uh, to be equals, you know, within their own house and expect equality outside their own front door. They're, they're two great kids. They're brilliant. Uh, they get on great 91% of the time, but uh, the other 9%, yeah. it's, uh, they will kill each other at times, <laughs> you know, but that's fairly typical. As a father of twins, I can confirm that's 100% normal. Normal. Now, now, now necessity, <laughs> they say, is the mother of invention. And for you, it was yes. a single mom, two small kids. You had to do something to manage. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. To manage food. Yes, that's where the magnet plant came about, which is my product that I created. I never intended to set up a business. It was always my intention just to set up the family. But there were a few things I wanted when the children came along. I wanted to be as organized as possible because I was it was going to be a single parent family. I wanted to make up for that lack. I felt there was a lack that I had to compensate for somehow. And even if there isn't a lack in single parent families, but I just felt deep down because it was my choice to bring them into the world in this way, I needed to make up the difference so that they wouldn't be falling short in any way. So I interviewed other parents at work. I was working in the bank in Dublin at the time. I was a project manager over a few departments. And I would just go to lunch with different people and I would always ask them where the crunch point in their day was. There were parents and they all said six o'clock in the evening when they got in from work, changing clothes, the kids swinging off you, you're trying to get on with the dinner, your head is still trying to come down from work and into home zone. And I said, fine, if I can do anything in advance to make that hour automatic, you know, that's key. And I said, meal planning is it. If I can organize my uh, meal planning over the week in a simple way, I can sort out the shopping in one go. I don't have to be cooking every night. I can reuse food. You know, I can have nights off. I can simplify it. I'm not cleaning up, doing a big wash up every night. So I said, that's it. And that's where I organized my all my meals onto little magnetic cards, all color coordinated. All the red ones were for meat dishes, the orange for soups, yellow for chicken, green for vegetarian, blue for fish purple for uh, sweets and treats. So I summarized all my go-to recipes so I could just plan out the week in advance, get the shopping done in one go and, you know, get on with it. And I ended up just saving loads of money doing it that way. I was saving myself around 200 euro a month. And uh, I, I didn't realize, you know, that meal planning saves you so much money as well as time and effort and headspace. You, you, you know? put your project so, manager skills to, to use in, in a domestic setting and you ended, exactly. up, you ended up with a business out of it. Magniplan, yes. it's available now. It is. You can get it on magniplan.com. So I'm exclusively selling through my website and that's really to save customers money because if they buy directly from me, you know, we're not, uh, we're cutting the retailer out of it at the moment. You know, you can Google Magnetic Meal Planner Ireland and it will come up or you can follow on Instagram. It's Magni. M-A-G-N-E dot plan. And I'd love a follow if, if any okay. listeners are on Instagram. Global domination awaits, I suggest, Nicole. Uh, well, I don't advertise too much because I was running out of stock. And Cork people are brilliant where word of mouth is getting around. I have a new pack launching this Friday. It's the Chores and Activity Pack. There are 20 household chores and mm-hmm. uh, 20 activities because too often... You know, kids think the the fairies do the laundry <laughs> at night time, and you know, you tr- you throw it down, it goes falls off a chair, and then a week later, it ends up folded, you know, back in in your chest of drawers again. You can link that up to their pocket money so that they can take on more chores as they get older. I think kids, when they leave home, they should have the foundation and the essential life skills to run their own home. 
Well, you're talking to someone who, on the day I left home, which was the day I got married, I could barely boil an egg. So, 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 yeah, you're, you're speaking to, uh-huh. the con- to the converted here, Nicole. And best of luck with all your different businesses. But can I come back to Will and yes. Maya? And I'm not too sure if anyone's ever asked you this before, but it was donor sperm on your own eggs, correct? Yes, that's correct. Are you prepared for the day when they might ask you? Who the donor was? They they already know. Um, oh. So I like I am probably a little over prepared for everything. <laughs> and what I did was, you have the option when you go uh, down the donor route of going anonymous or non-anonymous. Mm-hmm. I went non-anonymous because I think even though I chose to bring the children into the world in this way, I'm a gateway for them into the world. But it's their life, and I. And different people feel strongly either way about it. But I felt strongly that they have the right to the information mm. about uh, their birth, about the genetics on the other side of the family, the medical history. And uh, they have a right to meet up with the person, with the uh, donor, uh, if they want to. So I paid extra. You pay extra for non-anonymous uh, donors. And they agree uh, to be contactable. Nice. Uh, when the child is 18. So on with the non-anonymous, you get around five pages of information about them. So I know more about the donor than I do about my own father, you know, about what their favorite color was, what their favorite animal was, their favorite pet, their favorite holiday, uh, what they're good at in school, what their grades were, their um, medical history going back three generations. So I... Instead of just having five pages, because I'm a visual person, I cut out each line with each answer and I made up a photo album. And like the, the person's favorite dog is a dash hound. So I got a picture of a dash hound. Their favorite car was a beetle, you know, so their favorite musicians were their favorite food was this. So I got a picture of everything and I have a photo album. And there's a letter from the donor with a picture of the donor when the donor was four. And so you can see similarities, you know, and just explaining why they donated their reasons. And my donors, uh, they had friends who had issues and he specifically said, you know, he wanted to help couples or single single moms, anyone basically, uh, lesbian couples, you know, so he was open like that. He also gave really long responses to everything, very detailed responses. So I like that. So my kids have that album and I've been explaining to them their origin story from the time they were six weeks old because I needed to get used to hearing it myself, you know. But I had always explained to them to the point now where if I say anything about it, they say, Mom, we know and we don't care. I I have contact details then for them who to contact if I'm not around, you know, when they are 18. On the back of that album is who to contact when they're 18 if they want to get in touch with the donor. Nicole, you're probably one of the most organized people I've ever spoken to. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a fascinating conversation. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. You know, some people are really organized. I love being organized like that. But the whole point of it is to get organized in the home to free up time for the fun stuff in life. That's good advice. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, Nicole. And you too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Organized to a T. Um, uh, Magna plan 
is is her that woman would be a multi-millionaire before any of us are much are much older you know that don't you thank you nicole murphy and our best to will and maya Corks 96 fm